Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi, and welcome back to the Old Testament podcast. This is going to be for Deuteronomy chapter 11. This one does have a little bit of a narrative, so uh, stay tuned. Therefore thou shalt love thy love the Lord thy God, and keep his charge, and his statutes, and his judgments, or ordinances, and his commandments alway. And know ye this day, for I speak not with your children, which have not known, and which have not seen the chastisement of the Lord your God, his greatness, his mighty hand, and his stretched out arm, and his miracles, and his acts, which he did in the midst of Egypt unto Pharaoh the king of Egypt, and unto all his land. And what he did unto the army of Egypt, unto their horses, and to their chariots, how he made the water of the Red Sea to overflow them as they pursued after you, and how the Lord hath destroyed them unto this day. And what he did unto you in the in the wilderness until ye came into this place, and what he did unto Dothan and Abiram the sons of Eliab the son of Reuben, how the Lord how the earth opened her mouth and swallowed them up and their households and their tents and all the substance that was in their possession, every living thing that followed them in the midst of all Israel. But your eyes have seen all the great acts of the Lord which he did. <clears throat> Therefore shall ye keep all the commandments which I command you this day, that ye may be strong, and go in and possess the land, whither ye go to possess it, and that ye may prolong your days in the land which the Lord sware unto your fathers to give unto them, and to their seed a land that floweth with milk and honey. For the land, whither thou goest in to possess it, is not as the land of Egypt from a, from whence ye came, out where from which ye came out, <clears throat> where thou sowest thy seed and waterest it with thy foot as a garden of herbs or vegetables. But the land, whither ye go to possess it, is a land of hills and valleys, and drinketh water of the rain of heaven, a land which the Lord thy God careth for. The eyes of the Lord thy God are always upon it, from the beginning of the year even unto the end of the year. I wonder why the Lord is so careful about uh, the land of Israel. Oh, wait a minute, that's where Jesus lived, yeah. And it shall come to pass, if ye shall hearken diligently unto my commandments, which I command you this day, to love the Lord your God, and to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul, that I will give you the rain of your land in his due season, in the first rain, or early, and the latter rain, that thou mayest gather in thy corn, or grain, and thy wine, and thine oil." By the first or former rain, we are to understand that which fell in Judea about November when they sowed their seed, and this served to moisten and prepare the ground for the vegetation of the seed. The latter rain fell about April when the corn was well grown up and served to fill the ears and render them plump and perfect. If the former rain were withheld or not sent in due season, there could be no vegetation. If the latter rain was withheld, or not sent in its due season, there could be no full corn in the ear, and consequently no harvest. Of what consequence then was it that they should have their rain in due season? God, by promising this, provided they were obedient and threatening to withhold it should they be disobedient, shows that it is not a general providence that directs these things, but that the very rain of heaven falls by particular direction, and the showers are often regulated by an especial providence. In other words, God's really watching over them in the rains. And I will send grass in thy fields for thy cattle, that thou mayest eat and be full. 
Take heed to yourselves that your heart be not deceived, and ye turn aside and serve other gods and worship them. And then the Lord's wrath be kindled against you, and, and, be, and he shut up the heaven, that there be no rain, and that the land yield not her fruit, and lest ye perish quickly from off the good land which the Lord giveth you. And then the Lord's wrath be kindled against you, and be shut up, and he shut up the heaven, that there be no rain, and that the land yield not her fruit, and lest ye perish quickly from off the good land which the Lord giveth you. Therefore shall ye lay up these words in your heart and in your soul, and bind them for a sign upon your hand or arm, that they may be as frontlets between your eyes. Remember the phylacteries that they would wear upon their heads and on the, upon their arms. And ye shall teach them, your children, speaking of them, when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. We should be discussing the gospel all the time. And thou shalt write them upon the doorposts of thine house and upon thy gates, that, thou, that your days may be multiplied in the days of your children, in the land which the Lord swear unto your children and your fathers to give them, as the days of heaven upon, upon the earth, or as long as there is heaven above. For if ye shall diligently keep all these commandments which I command you to do them, to love the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, and to cleave unto him, then will the Lord drive out those these nations from before you, and ye shall possess or dispossess greater nations and mightier than yourselves. Every place whereon the soles of your feet shall tread shall be yours, from the wilderness and Lebanon, from the river the river Euphrates, even unto the uttermost sea shall your coast be, or be your territory. There shall no man be able to stand before you, for the Lord your God shall lay the fear of you and the dread of you upon all the land that ye shall tread upon, as he hath said unto you. Behold, I set before you this day a blessing and a curse. Moses set before Israel both a curse and a blessing. To symbolize them, Moses selected two of the most prominent hills in central Canaan to use as object lessons. Mount Gerizim was appointed to be the Mount of Blessing, and Mount Ebal the Mount of Cursing. The two mountains mentioned were selected for this act, no doubt because they were opposite to one another and stood each about 2,500 feet in the very center of the land, not only from west to east, but also from north to south. Ebal stands upon the north side and Gerizim upon the south. Between the two is Sikkim, the present Nobulus, in a tolerably elevated valley, fertile and attractive and watered by many springs, which runs from the no- from the southeast to the northwest from the foot of Gerizim to that of Ebal, and is about 1,600 feet in breadth. The blessing was to be uttered upon Gerizim and the curse upon Ebal. 27. A blessing, if ye obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you this day, and a curse, if ye will not obey the commandments of the Lord your God, but turn aside out of the way which I command you this day, to go after other gods which ye have not known. And it shall come to pass, when the Lord thy God hath brought thee in unto the land whither thou goest to possess it, that thou shalt put the blessing upon Mount Gerizim, and the curse upon Mount Ebal. Are they not on the other side of Jordan by the way where the sun goeth down in the land of the Canaanites, which dwell in the in the Champagne, or Arabah, or desert descent over against Gilbal, Gilgal, beside the plains, or oaks of Morah? For ye shall pass over Jordan to go in to possess the land which the Lord your God giveth you, and ye shall possess it and dwell therein, and ye shall observe to do all the statutes and judgments which I set before you this day. That's the end of chapter 11. Come back for for tomorrow and uh, you'll see chapter 12, if you're lucky. See you then. Bye.